Welcome to the Holistic Healing Connection podcast with your host, holistic practitioner and mentor, Amber Cook. Join Amber and her guests weekly for insight and practical tips to help you succeed on your path to wellness. This episode is sponsored by HealingWays.com, nurturing business, cultivating health, growing community. Your one-stop holistic health resource, HealingWaze.com. Hi, I'm Amber Cook. I've spent my life practicing and experimenting with holistic and alternative healthcare because I believe it is the real healthcare, the way to well-being. So stick around because your holistic healing connection starts right now. Happy New Year. We're going to start 2020 out a little bit different. I took some much needed time off and stopped recording the week before Christmas. So this episode was a previously recorded conversation I had with my friend and colleague, Mindy Totten. It originally aired on her podcast, Do It With Intention, a weekly podcast about marketing and all things related to the bodywork business. Mindy is also a holistic healing professional like me, but with a craniosacral therapy practice in North Carolina. She is also the creator of the Bodywork Project. Like me, she has a passion for helping people, helping them on their healing journeys and also on their business journey. If you've listened to any of my past episodes, you know I love holistic and alternative healthcare, hence the name, and I am passionate about helping people get familiar with it and helping them find the right method for them. But my other passion is helping holistic healing professionals themselves thrive in business so they can do what they love doing best or are best at, and that's helping people thrive in their health journeys. In this conversation, you'll learn a little bit more about that side of me and a little known fact about me. It has to do with me being raised on an island. It's a funny little story. And this is a quick episode. You don't want to miss it. And spoiler alert, Mindy is going to be my guest on this podcast soon, talking about her own healing journey and so much more. We always have great conversation. Definitely something you want to be privy to. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you can get notified when it's released. If you'd like to learn more about Mindy, check her out online at MindyTotten.com. That's M-I-N-D-Y-T-O-T-T-E-N.com. And all her links will be in the show notes. Enjoy. Welcome, Amber Cook, to the Do It With Intention podcast. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. Always excited to talk with you. Oh, I always have so much fun talking with you too. And before we start off, I wanted to ask you to share something about yourself that very few people know about you. And then I'll do the same. Okay. So... This is actually challenging for me because I am such an open book and I talk a lot. So (laughs) I feel like there's not a lot that people don't know about me. I guess one, it's not super juicy, but interesting. I grew up on a really small island in Alaska, Kodiak Island, and we only had 50 miles of paved road. And so it wasn't until I was 23 years old before I drove on a freeway or like drove over 50 miles an hour legally. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So were you 23? Were you one of those people in those cars with the blink, the flashers going kind of like, you know, (laughs) going really slowly? No, thankfully it was at night. Okay. So it wasn't too bad. Um, But yeah, I remember being pretty freaked out. It was like, I don't know. I'm going to guess on the time, like eight or nine at night. And I just like took out on like a two hour long drive on a freeway and uh, 
Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it's funny to think back. I probably looked like a little old lady just <laughs> driving along 25 miles an hour. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, that's a really good one. I, um, I didn't know that you were, that you grew up on a tiny Island. Of, I did. Yeah. Wilderness. Wow. That's, that is really interesting. The one that I'm going to share today, um, is, I, I, for some reason, it's embarrassing. It shouldn't be embarrassing, but when people learn it about me and very few people know it, they're always like, oh, of course. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what does that mean? So here's oh, my so secret, not even secret, What something that very few people know about me is that when I was okay. 11 years old, I was a national champion baton twirler. Wow. <laughs> okay. I could totally oh, see man. Inverness, <laughs> you're going along just with everybody else. Well, um, this I love to ask the guests on the podcast this because it's such a nice way to get to know people in a different way. Because so often we have these personas, you know, that we have it all together and that everything is just, you know, boom, 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 no sweat, no problems. And I think it's it's fun to go a little bit deeper and to find out some interesting things about folks. So Amber and I are going to talk today about a couple of things. Um, one of the things that I have been hearing a lot lately from people who've been contacting me, therapists who are working on their businesses and either just starting off and trying to start off on the right foot or who have been struggling and are really trying to shift their practice. And the question I'm hearing a lot is, Mindy, when do I know that it's time to work with a mentor or a coach? Because I think a lot of people feel like I'm not ready. I know that's how I felt, like I'm not ready. And I'd love to hear what you think, Amber. When's a good time? Yeah, you know, I hear that too. A lot of people don't feel like they're ready. I honestly think a lot of times... um, People assume that it's going to be a bigger financial commitment than it usually is. I mean, it is a financial commitment. It should be. It's, you know, like I say, we should be getting paid for our work, same as the coach. Um, but I think that that tends to be one that just immediately puts up a wall. They just think it's going to cost more than it than it than it will, or there's no guarantees they're going to, uh, you know, get get coaching enough to really help their business out of it. So, um, but my, my thoughts on that are get a coach or a mentor as soon as possible, honestly. Um, (laughs) I mean, you know, looking back at me 15 years ago when I started my business, um, that's what I did. Honestly, like I just started seeking out people that had successful practices right from the start. Mm -hmm. And, um, there was only one that I actually like officially worked with, but there was, but anytime I met a um, body worker or even just a business owner, as much as I could, I'd try to just glean as much information from them as possible. You know, tell me about your experience, any pointers for a newbie. Um, and then having the mentor right out of the gate was huge for me. Yeah. It really gave me that confidence when I realized that, uh, in massage school, they didn't really, that week of business training <laughs> didn't really work that well. <laughs> yeah. It didn't, didn't really apply to the real world situations. Yeah. I had that same experience too. And, and, you know, I, I have a couple of thoughts too. I, I'm curious to hear your feedback on this too. I was thinking about my own experience and I try, I didn't, I wasn't as smart as you are. So I didn't seek out somebody right away. Cause I thought I could do it myself. Like, I ought to be able to 
pull myself up by the bootstraps and figure this out, especially I can Google my way out of anything, you know? Yeah. And I look back and I wasted so much time and money actually doing stupid stuff that didn't work that I could have put towards having somebody, hiring somebody to help me do it who had already done it, you know? Um, and I feel like when I finally made the, the step, when I finally took that, that leap of faith and invested in that way in myself and my business, because I think that any kind of mentoring or business coaching for your massage or bodywork practice inevitably becomes a little bit of personal growth work as well. Because when you have your own practice, I mean, you're putting yourself out there. That is, <laughs> you are going to grow whether you want to or not, right? But when I made that commitment by investing, by making that investment, writing that check, all of a sudden my whole mindset shifted. It was like, okay, I'm all in now. Like, you know, I, I wrote money for, the, you know, I wrote a check for this. I am going to get every single thing I can out of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking back and I, I feel like that shifted it for me. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, what it takes for some of us. It's like getting the gym membership. Right. Yeah. For a lot of us, I'm the same. If I'm going to, if I'm putting money down for something, I'm going to take it a lot more serious and I'm, I got to go all in because I'm not about wasting money. (laughs) Right. Me either. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote this check and by golly, I'm going to do the thing now instead of just thinking about doing the thing or so when people ask, you know, how do you know when it's time? Um, Mm -hmm. I like what you're saying. The earlier, the better. Yeah. Um, I also hear you saying, and tell me if, if I'm hearing you right, that there's no yeah. perfect time. Like, it, no, no. Yeah. It's always going to be too expensive or not the right, or if only my kids do this first and then I'll do that or that, you know, it's yeah. never quite the right time. Yeah. And I think if you're in that limbo state where you're trying to wait or find the perfect time, that might be the perfect time, yeah. right? There, right? Because yeah. your coach, your mentor is going to help you get clearer on all that stuff, how to um, manage the family and, you know, work with you on what, what your, your personal finances are for your business. So um, I think in the end too, like if it does come down to money is the big, is the big one that scares you off. I'll just say this, like, I think without having a coach or mentor, I did waste some money for sure. And I think it probably cost before I, cause I got someone right from the beginning, but then there was other steps that I had to get help with. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I did the same thing as well. Like, Oh, I can just Google this. I can just figure it out on my own. I think it took me longer in those instances to figure it out on my own and possibly cost me more money if I would have just gotten somebody to help me from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, um, are you familiar with Cal Newport and his work? He's the guy, he's a um, computer science professor at Georgetown University, and he does a lot of work and writing about what he calls deep work, like really focused work. So his big thing, he's like a brother from another mother for me. His big thing is, you know, he's not on social media all the time. He doesn't do all the things you're quote unquote supposed to do. He just Mm -hmm. likes to focus and do really 
strong, great work. And he talks about this mentoring and coaching. And he had an interesting thing on his um, blog the other day. And I think it was actually written by somebody that he was collaborating with. But anyway, the question was, you know, can you help me in my business? Can you help me? I I think the person was a musician or something. Mm -hmm. And the answer, which seems so clear, but that we forget, the answer that he gave was, um, I'm not the person to help you with, you know, I, I'm really good at productivity. You need to find somebody who has done what you want to do to help uh-huh. you do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know? And I made that mistake too. I was like looking at all these like business gurus. Oh, maybe they can help me do that. And then I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, I need somebody who has created a successful in my case, craniosacral therapy business to help yeah. me figure out how to do it, you know, instead of looking all over the place for that. So what do you, what do you think of that? Oh yeah. My thoughts exactly. 100%. You know, I tell people our industry and I really believe it is different than, than a lot of the other professional industries out there. And it really does take somebody that's done it to give you the best value, the best help, the best coaching, the best mentoring, it's gotta be somebody who's, who's lived through it (laughs) and has succeeded, lived through it and succeeded. Right. Because I will say there are a lot of coaches out there that are, you know, making all these claims, like, you know, huge amounts of, of money running your practice and work only, you know, 10 hours a week, things like that. And sometimes those people have never, worked in our industry or maybe they've worked in our industry sort of, but they've never actually built a practice on their, of their own. Right. Right. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Seeing, seeing what they've done and, and you've had that experience. So for people who are unfamiliar with you, can you just give us a quick background? Um, So you started off about 15 years ago in your practice, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I started my business 15 years ago and um, just hit the ground running right out of massage school, my massage business. And, um, like I said before, had like a week of business <laughs> quote unquote training in massage school out of a year. I went to a program that was a year long and a week was business training. Um, and so, yeah, I had this like little portfolio <laughs> and these homemade business cards and the advice to, make sure you get an office with a lot of foot traffic. And uh, that's really about, that, about it. And basically anyone can do it. Um, so I uh, was a single parent at the time and I had made a commitment to myself and to my son that I was going to work for myself and I was going to make this work no matter what. And I had to feed us. <laughs> so I just went out and learned, got a mentor, um, and just kept trying everything that I could think of that I was told to do, researched, and eventually grew a really successful massage practice. Um, And I also do Reiki. I do a little craniosacral work, but I'm nowhere near, not even a fraction of of where you are in the, in craniosacral, but um, my body work practice. So I did that, grew it uh, through the 2008 recession. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in about 2015, 
um, I realized everyone was wanting me to be their mentor <laughs> and then thought, well, this, this time that I'm putting out is worth, is worth money. Like my time is worth money. Duh. Like, <laughs> you know, that's what I tell people all the time. And here I am just like, sure, I'll hang out with you for an hour and you can just pick my brain. Yeah, it's hard to take your advice sometimes. It is. And I would leave that meeting like, what did I get out of that? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I was happy to help, but at the same time, you know, I, yeah, I was a business owner. I needed to also make money. So um, I started a networking group in Portland, Oregon, where, um, where I was living and realized that I really wanted to help practitioners on a larger scale, on a larger level, and more than just the networking, we need help with um, business advice and resources and a directory system that um, does more for us than what's out there currently. And, um, and also where you can find, you can search craniosacral. You can't search craniosacral on most of the big directories out there. So I created Healing Ways. And um, now I have retired from massage as of two weeks ago. And I do healingways.com. And I'm also a business coach, consultant, mentor um, to holistic practitioners. And then I still practice Reiki because I need to still do a little bit of the healing hands-on stuff. Um, I can't, I can't step away completely from that. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. That's my story. That's, that's so great. I want to come back to healing ways in a second, but one of the okay. things that I admire about you so much, and I think that you're so, so skilled at is networking. And the way that I think of it, Amber, because you and I have talked a lot about lots of different things, um, but I yeah. think that you agree with me, but tell me if I'm off base. The way that I think about it is um, the advice that I give is not so much, you know, less networking, more connecting. Yeah. Like networking is just, in my view, is just, you know, business card, business card, blah, 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 or, you know, getting on social media a gazillion times a day and talking to basically nobody, you know, but just, just kind of spin yeah. wheels, you know, whereas connecting, and I think that this is what you're really great at. It's not just like, okay, I'm going to go to the Chamber of Commerce Mixer and give yeah. out 100 business cards and get 100 business cards and then nothing ever comes of it. I like to think of, okay, go to the Chamber of Commerce Mixer and try to find one person that you have some authentic, real connection with. That's it. And then see what happens there. What do you think? Am I goofy about that? <laughs> well, you might be goofy about a lot of things, but not that. <laughs> um, no, you're, that's exactly my thoughts. Um, in fact, the in-person networking groups that I still um, facilitate or the Healing Ways facilitates, uh, we call them holistic connections for that reason, because it is about connecting. And I think, again, I'm going to go back to our industry is different. So it is more about connecting. And um, I guess, too, one of the things, just a little piece of advice, just a little side of networking is do go out and test out a lot of networking groups. If you're not really sure what you want to get into, um, you know, some are, and a lot of them will let you go for free, you know, at least a couple times, but do that before you commit to a networking group 
And then also think about like, what is the intention of that group? Because a lot of networking groups um, are just that, honestly, you just get your name out there, get your name out there, hand out as many business cards as you can, stand up and do your little elevator pitch. Mm -hmm. um, that works for some types of businesses for sure. I think more so like if you're a restaurant or something, you know, you're gonna get up and you're gonna be like, I have this amazing Italian restaurant. This is where it's at. Everybody here gets 10% off your first meal or whatever. That's, you're gonna get people into your restaurant. But are you really looking for like referral partnerships? If you're like a restaurant owner, probably not. But in our business, referral partnerships are huge, mm -hmm. are key because, you know, yeah, we can go out and do a lot of traditional marketing stuff. But it, um, at least in my case, a lot of my clients came from other people in the industry, other professionals in the industry. For instance, yeah, I dabble in cranial sacral, but if somebody's saying, I want a cranial sacral session, I want to have the name of somebody in my back pocket to go, you know what, that's not my thing. You need somebody to give you a full, you know, certified cranial sacral therapist, like mm -hmm. Mindy, to, to see. Or, um, you know, personal trainers and massage therapists. We're, we make great referral partners. Right, um, right. Chiropractor. I appreciate so you, that, that referral. That might be a little far from Portland to, um, yeah. <laughs> to coastal North Carolina, but I, um, I certainly appreciate it. And I totally, I totally agree. And I know what you mean. And that's when I talk about niching down also, that's a big key part of that too. So you become the Reiki person in town or you become the deep tissue person in town or whatever it is that you really, really love doing. Hey listeners, I'm just dropping in for a moment to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, Women Conquer Business, with one of my favorite hosts, Jen McFarlane. Part of holistic healthcare for me is taking time to nurture my business because like most business owners, my business is a part of me. One of the ways I do that is by listening to podcasts from other heart-centered entrepreneurs like Jen. She has a contagious can-do attitude and her podcast, Women Conquer Business, is filled with heart, strategy, and tons of inspiration. Women Conquer Business is available on all major podcasting networks and you can learn more about Jen at jenmcfarland.com. Now back to our show. I know that we've talked before too about, I think it was when you first started out and you were going out and actually meeting the other people mm -hmm. you know, in your office park or whatever it was a little, and I would love to hear you really, I'm going to like drill down to the really, really basics because I know that so many therapists really need this information. They're terrified to go out and talk to other people because either they feel like they're a fake or a phony or they feel like they're being pushy and salesy. So how'd yeah. you do it, Amber? So there you are, you're starting off, you've got this new yeah. business. <laughs> well, I'm sure, I wish that, actually I'm really happy that you know we didn't have cell phones back then to record every moment <laughs> because yeah that would have been embarrassing but um <laughs> i was extremely shy and um i was i said the thing that i hear so many people say there is no way i can sell myself yeah or i'm just not a salesman or Sales are gross. Mm -hmm. You know, I've, I said all that stuff in the beginning mm -hmm. and, but I also knew 
that sitting in my little massage office and maybe putting um, ads out on City Search was the place then, or mm -hmm. in the local newspaper, um, that wasn't going to work. And even getting a, you know, like I was told to do, getting a office with high traffic and visibility, you know, that I just knew that wasn't going to work. People and aren't just my men. <laughs> they're just not walking by and saying, oh, I think I'll go get a massage. I mean, it's just exactly. not, it takes it's a lot more foresight, right? Yeah. It's not going to happen. So I just, okay, so I came from where I always come from, and this comes back to the connections. Um, and I'll just say this too. I, I hated doing sales stuff. I all, and like I said, I was shy. I definitely lacked a lot of self-esteem. I was a lot younger than I am now. And with that, that age has definitely come more confidence. Um, but I just went like, what is more important? My fear of putting myself out there or making this business succeed. And I just went, my business, I got to do it. So I had um, little coupons that I printed out on my home computer. And this was way before, you know, fun graphic creating things existed. I probably used like Photoshop or something yeah, like yeah. on discs, right? Uh -huh. That and, too, yeah. <laughs> and I went out and just, um, I literally like knocked on office doors in my complex and went around and met other business owners. And any time that I was in a, in a place where I could kind of chat up another business owner, I just did that. I always made sure I'm like, oh yeah, you know, tried to be as casual as possible. They would start asking me questions. I would usually freak out. I'd probably sweat. <laughs> I would be shaking. Wait, um, what kinds of questions? I would just, they would just ask, you know, probably something basic, like what type of massage do you do? Can you help me with this or that? And you got and all nervous and I was always so nervous and I'm a blusher. So geez. Anyway, but I just did. I worked through the sweat. I worked through the blushing and just handed out business cards over and over and over. And I also followed up with people that I met. Mm. If I was able to get their business card, um, I followed up. I just like went back to a basic like customer service and etiquette and stuff. Okay. So stop right there. Cause I know people yeah. listening are going, holy crap. Not only do I have to reach out, I've also got to follow up. Oh God. Okay. So what did that mean to you? Did you, I mean, cause obviously you didn't become a stalker or anything. No, I just sent usually an email Okay, because email did exist then. And it was usually on people's business cards. Um, I still to this day hate talking on the phone. Me too. And talking to someone who I've only met like at a little party or something. Cause I have, no, I'm not going to call. That's just not me. And say, hey, it was nice to meet you. But email. Um, and then if I saw anybody for a massage, if I could actually get anybody on my table, I didn't have any shame in asking them for referrals. Okay. Like, I just, yeah, I just had to say, send me people. <laughs> okay. So go back. Cause I went, I went to hear a script, like a really basic one. So the follow-up email said something like, hey, um, I'm Amber. I met you the other day yeah. or something or. Yeah. Well, even now. Um, yeah. Just, Hey, I'm Amber. Um, I'm the new massage therapist in your building. We met the other day. It was really great to meet you. I'd love to know more about your business. 
Okay. So there you go. You're like reaching out, making a connection Mm -hmm. and you're not being salesy. Mm -hmm. And that's really what I truly want to do is know more about their business to see how we can help each other. Mm -hmm. It's not about just regurgitating, you know, just giving them an elevator pitch, just saying everything that I, that I do and then asking for a referral. Right. I want to know about them too. Right. And then, Hey, do you want to meet for coffee sometime? Um, or now I would say, would you like to have a zoom chat or, you know, a zoom yeah. meeting? Yeah. If you don't want to meet in person. Um, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So. Okay. And so then when the person did come in the first time, you had no problem asking them for referral, no. which I generally don't have problem with either, but a lot of people do. So what do you say? And so again, I'm gonna, say. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to know what you say. Um, <laughs> so I will go back to this again. And you've heard me say before, you know, just you, you have the fear is going to limit you and it, and it shouldn't let, it shouldn't stop you from having a successful practice for living your passion. And so no matter how nervous, how uncomfortable it is, I will always just go back to that. Like, what is my intention here? I want to get this person back on my table. I want them to refer people so I can grow my practice and I'm scared to say it. And I might be a little embarrassed even, but I got to say it. So Um, especially when I was new, I would just say, I'm new. I'm trying to grow my practice. You're one of my first clients and I will give you X amount off of your next massage. If you refer a friend Mm -hmm. and then I, the other thing, this has always been like my secret weapon and it's not that secret. We just forget about it. A handwritten thank you card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's, my, that's one of my secret weapons too. Like an yeah, actual, yeah, an actual written something that you that you follow up with. Yeah, yeah. I um. Yeah, I I just similar or still do a similar thing. And here's here's where I um where I tell people like you don't have to be salesy and out of integrity. You can come from your heart. And one way to do that is to really mean what you say. So like you said, I'm new and you're not trying to be someone you're not, you know, Hey, I barely have any space left, but if you know anyone who, you know, (laughs) uh, um, you're just being who you are true to your heart. And for me, that's asking for referrals from people I genuinely enjoy working with. So mm-hmm. when I first started, I wasn't asking for referrals from everybody because some people I was like, this isn't a good fit. This doesn't. Yeah. So I don't want all their friends and family <laughs> coming in because, yeah. this isn't, you know, we don't resonate with one another. It's just not a good fit. So if I actually really enjoyed working with someone, I would say, you know, at the end of the session, you know, I really enjoyed getting to meet you and work with you. And I feel like I always focus on the work, you know, mm-hmm. I, I rather than I could really help you, I'll say, um, I really enjoyed meeting you. And I feel that craniosacral therapy could really be helpful for you with what you're going through right now. Um, Great, great. Yay, yay. And uh, I have some openings in my schedule. And I would love if you know anyone who you think could be helped by this work as well, because now you know what it's like. If you know of anyone, I would love to to be of service to them. Cause that's my thing is always, okay, what, what am I going for here? Like you said, what is my intention? And the intention yeah. is to be of service to more people, to help more people 
feel better. So yeah. I love I love that advice so much that you gave. I mean, it's just good to actually hear, okay, what is it that I'm supposed to say? Because that's something that, that bugged me all the time. People are like, oh yeah, just follow up. <laughs> I'd be like, and say what? You know, hey, <laughs> over here, <laughs> still have openings. You know, I was like, oh yeah. God. And sometimes, you know, in the follow-up, this is what I recommend to people is it's not necessarily the time to even say anything about your business, mm -hmm. right? Like if you're following up, like after meeting you, I wouldn't go, hey, Mindy, it was great to meet you. If you send a whole bunch of people my way, I'll like, you know, give you referral credit or something. Um, and so many it, people do that. They do. Oh. And that's, that's so that's so counterintuitive, I guess, or just the opposite, just gets the opposite of what you're looking for. Yeah, right. um, people tune it out. If yeah. it's truly just a thank you, I loved meeting you, or I loved working with you. Um, and if it is a, a client, you could just, yeah, you could say, you know, I, mine typically is, um, you know, I generally recommend everyone get massage at least every six weeks once a month is better and as much as you can is obviously really good <laughs> but you know something along those lines because and if it's a specific issue then obviously you know i'll give a treatment plan yeah i do course. that course um but if it's you know a colleague that you just met definitely don't just like tell them all kinds of things about your business in the follow-up it's yeah. just more it was great to meet you and if anything ask them for more business, more information about their business. Right. How can I help you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think that's right. Well, tell us a little bit as we're wrapping up here, tell us a little bit more about healing ways. And, um, you, you described it a little bit earlier. Um, that's a directory for healthcare. I hate that word. Healthcare practitioners, <laughs> wellness practitioners, maybe, maybe that's a better, yeah. better way to say it. I, um, I call us Holistic Healing Professionals. Holistic Healing Professionals. I love it. HHPs. Okay. So um, how is, this is going to be the question on many people's minds, so I'm just okay. going to say it out loud. So how is this different from Yelp? Shouldn't I just get Yelp to, you know, put my name out there and then that's all I need, right? Right. Yes. Yes. And how successful have many of us been with Yelp? I mean, some people have been extremely sec successful with their Yelp listings, sometimes even with just the free listings. But most of the time, um, one, Yelp is a data mining site. They are just, they're collecting all your info. And then they're going to use, it's a free listing, yes, but then they're going to use your information to market to you, to try to sell to you paid perks and all this stuff, like over, you know, I don't know if any of you listening have encountered this, but it can get real ugly. <laughs> and um, so that's one. So you're signing up for just to have a big company, just take all your info and then you're their target, basically. Um, Healing Ways, we, I don't do that. And um, reviews on Healing Ways, people can leave reviews. I don't do anything with them except make sure that they're just they're not a spam thing. They're obviously legit. Mm -hmm. And I don't um, publish if somebody's leaving a really just nasty, like obviously not a constructive criticism, you know, just 
putting just, you know, something's not real. It's like somebody's mad at this person or whatever, and they're going to put a fake review. That's it. But I don't doctor the reviews. I don't hide them, which on Yelp, you're going to get your reviews hidden for all kinds of unknown reasons. And then also um, most of our modalities on Healing Ways can't be found in Yelp. You know, they have right. set categories, massage, mm -hmm. maybe they have body work now. I'm not really sure, you know, counseling, they do have acupuncture, chiropractic, but um, in Healing Ways, I think we're somewhere around a hundred. I think we're a little over a hundred yeah. different ways that yeah. people can search for. So if somebody is looking for somebody that does Reiki, for instance, <laughs> mm -hmm. you can find it on Healing Ways. And then um, there's a membership to Healing Ways. So the people that, and when this podcast comes out, things will have changed a little bit with this, but um, mainly just the region focus right now we're nationwide and that's going to kind of be getting uh, changed up a little bit here in the next month. Um, so follow us on Facebook and you can find out all the new changes, but um, there's a membership with it and um, that includes business support and then the networking um, activities, business resources. And then you're also things. listed in the directory, right? Listed on the directory. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's so interesting to hear about Yelp, and I don't mean to call them out or it. I'm just saying these big yeah. nationwide direct or international directories. Yeah. I've never, I've never listed on those big things simply because, I, you know, I, just, I I see what happens at restaurants, you know, and it's like somebody gets, you know, I don't know, a warm waffle, and all of a sudden, you know, the the world has ended right. with a terrible <laughs> review, and I'm like, I don't want any part of that, you know. I just want right. to do my thing. And like you said, you know, professional and personal referrals, that is by far, you know, the way that you're going to get most people coming back to you. And so I love the idea of Healing Ways, not only being a directory that you can trust and that you can feel good as someone who, you know, who leaves reviews, but also someone who's listed in it. Plus you get the business support and, you know, kind of the accountability and the support that people need. Um, with the membership part of it as well. Yeah. So how can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more about you and about Healing Ways? What's the best way to do that? Um, go to healingways.com and there's an about section. There's a contact area. Um, and I'm just going to give out my email too. Honestly, it's totally fine if you want to spam me. <laughs> um, it's just amber at healingways.com. <laughs> no, wait, you should tell them um, the way that, it, that that's spelled probably. Oh, that's a good idea, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's healing, W-A-Z-E. So right. it's, and it's one word. Yeah. Um, so H-E-A-L-I-N-G-W-A-Z-E.com. Yes. Yeah. This is my former English teacher coming out. Like if I had a blackboard here, I would write it on it. Clarify. That's right. Well, Amber, thank you so, so much for joining us today on the Do It With Intention podcast. I always really enjoy talking with you because I think that you are such a light in this industry who has not only, you know, walked your talk, um, but you are also helping to lift other people up and you do it in such a warm and genuine way that I really, really appreciate you being on the show. Oh, thank you, Vindy. Thank you. You've just listened to Holistic Healing Connection with me, Amber Cook. You can find out more about me and other holistic healers, coaches, and practitioners at healingways.com. That's healing, W-A-Z-E.com, or on most major social media outlets. 
If you are a holistic professional and would like to be a guest on this podcast, please go to healingways.com to join. If you have been helped by holistic or alternative medicine, I'd love to help you share your story on this podcast to help inspire others. Please email us at info at healingways.com with the title podcast guest. And don't forget to come back every week for more holistic fun. Thanks for listening and have a beautiful day.